exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. It's me, Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I like that Smee. It's like the <laughs> character from uh, from Peter Pan. Smee. Yeah. Uh, and playing the character... Hoskins and Hook. And playing the character of Smee today, Jeff Kowalski. Yep. No? Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Yep. You have a stripy sweater. Uh-huh. And a, uh, what kind of weird facial hair does he have? Does he have one of those, like, mustaches that connects to the sideburns? I think it's I think just, just mutton chops, isn't it? I think he just... I thought he just had... Oh, in the cartoon? Yeah, pro- I think it is mutton chops. But in the what? movie, it's just Bob Bob Hoskins' face. Okay. <laughs> oh, gross. Well, I, just, I like Bob I rec- Hoskins' face. I thought he was handsome. Everyone always made jokes about him being, like gross but i don't know he was fine he was a handsomer danny devito he was like a handsome little bruiser (laughs) (laughs) i i recently rewatched uh who framed roger rabbit he's really 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 good you can't even tell that he's british (laughs) yeah that is it's sort of like we were talking about before the episode started, and Louise is going to get mad at me for referencing something from before the episode got started. No, but... she does that. <laughs> yeah, don't try to guess like me. <laughs> um, in the same way that people brag about, like, or people put out games specifically to make it so that you can't run them on your computer, so that they can be, like, points of of pride for people. I sometimes think that nowadays British actors purposefully do a bad American accent to remind you that they're British. Mm. You know what I think it is? They are incapable. And uh, I mean, it's hard. Of course they are incapable of just doing a neutral general American accent. But if they can latch on to something like Bob Hoskins is doing like a gumshoe Chicago mid century kind of accent, like then they're okay. Uh, they are in San Francisco, I believe. Oh, no, I guess they're in Los they're Angeles. In, yeah, they're in L.A., but I don't know where he's supposed to be from. Yeah. Like, Brooklacago? Yeah. Yeah, but they, they do they do indicate that he and his brother grew up in L.A. Yeah, that's well, fine. Talks, but it's not an L.A. They don't accent. sound like we it. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Also, did they ever have cable cars in L.A.? Because I thought that was a San Francisco thing. Isn't that the San Francisco treat? Yeah, that's They cars. probably had it everywhere. <laughs> I feel like they had cable cars everywhere until, like, 1950 and then only in San Francisco. And now they yes. just have mobile cable cars that travel around the city. You can get a scoop full of rice in a cone. I need that. Wait, they you're have... describing ice cream trucks that serve rice. Yeah, exactly. It's a San Francisco treat. I see. They, they don't have enough savory cone foods. Mm. Pizza in a cone? Yeah. I saw yeah. a waffle cone filled with cheese on Food Network's Instagram because oh, it's terrible God. and I follow them because I hate them. 
<laughs> yeah, Food Network has become the devil, pretty much. Exactly. You want, you want to go to the cooking channel if you want those good, good food shows. Uh, food Network is trash now. <laughs> is it? Is it solely because of Guy Fieri? Is he the the driving force behind their turn to evil? There's also it might that be. Like, food challenge man because he must be popular. He's always got posts up on Instagram that they repost, and it's always like we have a burger so big it looks disgusting and is impossible to eat let's see him eat it oh is this adam richmond the man who is always versus food no i think it's a different guy it's like a like a <laughs> oh, did the first one me... die wait <laughs> hang I think on this genre is very popular now <laughs> people being are you telling me food. <laughs> i'm not sure if this was a guess or because sometimes louisa you say things in the tone of a guess that you know are act is actually accurate are you saying that the name of this show is Food Challenge Man? No. <laughs> okay. I hope so. <laughs> because I would not be totally surprised if that was the case. Yeah, that would be a great name. You'd know everything <laughs> a... you needed to know about it. Yeah. It sounds I mean, like I that's did... it sounds like that's the translated name when it goes to like overseas <laughs> markets of man versus yeah. food. That's fair. <laughs> I did like Survivor Man, which is exactly that. Yeah. Survivor Man versus Food. Oh man, that would be a great the show. ultimate crossover. He could live in the woods for without any food at all for like three weeks, and then as soon as he comes back, they're like, "Okay, now you have to eat this bucket of squids. <laughs> you have to eat this uh, this fifty inch pizza covered in birthday cake." Yes, I think you'll find you can use this pizza as a blanket and stay alive in the wilderness for an extra two weeks. No, he yeah. can't bring the food over to his side. It's man versus food. <laughs> yes, that's true. They have to do combat. That is one of the uh, uh, guiding theories of drama. What are those called? Wow, what? <laughs> the types of stories you can tell. Oh, yes. Man uh, yeah. versus self. Man, man versus, versus nature, man versus society, man yep. versus food. Yep. That's the yep. ultimate one. And that's more yep. important than man versus God. That yep. was that was a really good joke that you ruined by forgetting it. <laughs> I did. Well, someone tell me what it's called, so I'll know for the future. I don't know that there's no a name idea. for it. Oh, there is, though. There oh. must okay, be, well. but I don't know what it is, and I have a degree in it. Yeah. Well, not in that. I mean... Well, yes, not specifically in that. It's really more of principles of storytelling than principles of theater. Is theater not the ultimate form of storytelling? Burn. It's no, not. <laughs> it's I don't very think bad. it is at all. <laughs> I hate, I despise live theater. A f- like, a friend uh, messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, uh, our other friend has this show this week. And I straight up was just like, mm, I'm sorry, I, I really don't like live theater. I, I'm not going to go. <laughs> See, I don't. I like live theater, but it's usually very bad. Is the problem? <laughs> I fell yeah. asleep during a really good production of Les Mis, which is supposed to be like the best one. Is it just me, or is the definition of art something that ninety percent of the people doing it are bad at? <laughs> yeah, that's probably I, true. <laughs> I I don't know if that's the definition, but that is certainly a description. <laughs> I mean, like, because I, I imagine, and maybe I'm wrong, but I imagine that 90% of the people doing welding, for instance, are probably not bad at it, because that would be <laughs> Yeah, you have to be good at welding. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be good at, like, comedy podcasts or uh, whatever other forms of art there are. 
Yeah, so maybe this is the... Because, you know, we all know that there's been, long been the debate of what is art. And maybe the answer is art is something that most people who are do it are bad at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah you fair. can afford to suck at it and still, like, make a living. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of anything that's art that doesn't fit into that description. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is depressing. <laughs> I don't know. Can it be is it down to the person, though? Way? Like, some people will make a piece of art very quickly, and it will still be, you know, resonant with the public or popular or whatever. And uh, is it then down to that person's skill to, to make it in the first place? You get what I'm saying? Uh, no, not at all. I don't <laughs> understand how, like, you're describing someone who's good at it, which is fine, but okay. I'm saying most people are bad at it. <laughs> Are you okay. describe are so, you try are you describing like found art like when someone makes something that people like despite their uh worst efforts to make it not good? Mm, I, I like, think we've had this discussion before, but I think it, I think what I'm saying about uh something made quickly if the artist is talented enough and you know finds a way that to make that accessible to people, then that can still be an important piece of art. Or if someone's very bad at it, like they're drawing a, they're painting a terrible painting mural, and it's like 1900, and it has no perspective, and everything's flat and weird looking, like because they're putting so much work into it, even though they're not doing a good job, that's also kind of compelling. Yeah, mm. but they're bad at it though. Yeah, so. I still think it's so. Art. Like it makes it you're art. describing yeah. Ed Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and film is art as well. This is what I'm saying. Like. If you look at YouTube, people who are trying to make quote-unquote drama videos, 90% of them are bad at it. It doesn't have anything to do with the speed at which you produce it. It's just the people doing it, most of them are bad at it. Right. I think that's art. I'm not talking about speed. I'm talking about how much effort a person puts into it. Because what's well, confusing, what does that matter? What's confusing to me is I consider things uh, art... I th- consider things it's possible for things to be art that are both made quickly and like who cares and take a lot of effort yeah but that that has no bearing on my definition of art which is that it doesn't matter how much effort you put into it you might be bad at it ah but i'm saying the person who puts a lot of effort into the painting and is terrible at that painting it's still art because it's so compellingly like yeah and the person who did it is bad at it the effort has no bearing on this yeah, well, what I, does then? I, I I think art is just a category of thing. Like, uh, well, it's like you could debate it, like whether a hot dog is a sandwich. But you, it's like you. They're based on your definition. It either is or isn't. And okay. based on your definition of art, like a bad, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, either is or isn't. I don't think it has to do with whether it's good or not. No, All I right. think art so comes now is cr- the criticism. Go now on. is the part. Of, now is the part of our podcast where I start getting aggressive towards all other podcasts. <laughs> to get ready for this, you guys. Okay, cool. Uh huh. I am really done with the fact that so many podcasts are like willing to be like, well, who knows? Like the 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 point of having a language is to have common meanings for things, like. If none of our words mean anything the same between us, then there's no point in us communicating. Yeah, so there's if, no point in deciding what's art if we don't agree on the definition. Exactly. <laughs> so if you say, like, well, that's what you think a sandwich is, but this is what I think a sandwich is, haha, <laughs> podcast, like, no, fuck off. Like, you, we have to have a 
definition for sandwich at least some commonality for what a sandwich is yeah because sandwich is a specific term to like it's a noun that you're using to describe a thing like you need it to know what other people are talking about same with art art in this (laughs) art is a sandwich art is such a huge nebulous thing i don't think that falls into the category no, 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 According to the Subway restaurant. But, but for the purposes... <laughs> yes, that's true. But for the purposes... Like, I agree that the definition of art can be endlessly debated, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's happened already, so I can't deny that it could happen. Um, but, like, my point is that... Did I have a point? No, on, I, I didn't either. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, no, my point is that there's no... that having that argument only makes sense at all if you can agree on some level of commonality of definition of the word if you don't yeah if you if you can't have any common ground from the get-go like when you and jeff talk about it on twitter then there's no (laughs) point in you talking ever on twitter at all because like you guys clearly don't have any commonality in your definitions of art so yeah that's true it's like you're trying to describe what a car is and just trying to describe what a submarine is, and you're arguing that one of you is right, but you're not talking <laughs> about the same thing at all. Well, my one definition time. leaves room for argument, because art is all about critique. There is yes. no objectivity in art. Eh. Uh, one time I made Chris really mad because I said that Transformers Dark of the Moon was more art than the Mona Lisa, because more artists worked on it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, I know. I don't believe in it, but it was fun to make my friend mad about it. The idea of more art doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> yeah. but... Then the Hoover Dam is more art than almost any other piece of art. Ah, but those people aren't artists because people who lay concrete have to be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's see, I like thing. this strict fundamentalist definition. Like, I read a debate about the dumb sandwich debate where someone was like, uh, no, the Earl of Sandwich uh, apocryphally asked for this so that he could hold a hand of cards and the food at the same time. So if you can't eat it with one hand, it's not a sandwich. And I was that's like, like, I don't agree with that, but that's a good definition. That's like the ultimate appeal to uh, authority, where you're like, yeah, the guy who invented <laughs> art, that guy... <laughs> Yeah, he Dave said, Art. Yeah, he said that farts are art, so... Wait, uh, why, didn't the, why didn't I name him Art something? Art yeah. is a name already. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought I Art was his middle name in your example. <laughs> David Art. David Art Paintings. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's uh, what that statue of David is of. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's not art. Yeah, ironically, it's not a painting either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his original definition was just paintings. <laughs> Uh, he's like i'm gonna name this class of thing after one of my names it's either gonna be a david or a painting i'm not sure Uh, matt what did you do online so speaking of art uh this week i and jeff is gonna get mad now when i say this but oh here we go um this is a contentious more early morning episode of our podcast i got a tarot reading about this and i'm trying to make it not come true <laughs> tough that's what you that's literally the definition of every day of your life according to twitter yeah exactly of course it is you know that if you didn't be... get the readings you wouldn't have to worry about making them come true <laughs> i don't know if that's uh real you're playing early edition with your own life <laughs> oh man yeah but that was definitely anthony michael hall's best work so just don't get the paper anymore 
Yeah, so I everyone guess. look up three no, of that cat bring him reversed, a paper? which is about uh, three people trying to work together and having problems. Because <laughs> that is yeah. the card that I got. <laughs> um, I just want to point out that Jeff, he does cancel getting the paper in early edition, and then the cat keeps bringing it to him. So Cats are very you know. easy to poison. The cat is magical, though. It's a magic future cat. It, it would know <laughs> yeah, you were going to poison him before you tried. Also, Anthony Michael Hall is in that show? I thought it was just, uh, What's-His-Face and, uh, Fisher Stevens. I don't know. Anthony Michael Hall also did a show about knowing what the future is, and it might not oh, be that show. Oh, but... mm-hmm. he was Dead Zone. He was the TV Zone. version of Dead Zone. <clears throat> That's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, on, in, on internet this week, uh, I got and started playing the new game, uh, Prey, which is a sort of spiritual Ooh. successor to Bioshock. Um, it's a spiritual it's successor good. to another game called Prey. Well, it's not, actually. <laughs> so, the other game called Prey is almost nothing like this game. They just used the name of it for some reason that no one can really explain. But uh, I think people like, had nice feelings about that one. Yeah, it's like a sequel to a game that no one played, so does it really even need to be a sequel? Who knows? Yeah, like anyway. Rocket League is a sequel to a PS2 game no one played. <laughs> Yes. Um, but it's a very good game because much like um, but much like Bioshock, it's very much about using gameplay mechanics to tell a story instead of just having them in there to make the game fun. And it is a fun game, but it's also good emergent storytelling. So I'm really enjoying it as an artistic endeavor as well as being as a good game. Sounds good. Is it scary? I heard it's like aliens and stuff. Yeah, so the basic conceit, without giving any spoilers whatsoever, the basic conceit is um, you are a dude who is on a space station in outer space, uh, and there's this species of aliens called Typhons um, who are able to transform into any object. And so you and everyone else on the space station is dead. That's not exactly true, but pretty much everyone like that else is dead. Polymorph episode of Red Dwarf. Then. <clears throat> yes, exactly. Except not funny and just scary. <laughs> okay. Um, I was so going to say that it's like uh, Dead Space, but the bad guys are Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. What the hell are you talking about? I don't I don't know you don't remember Ghost Trick? You were a, a fancy Phoenix Wright ghost, and you could possess objects to solve crimes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, anyway. it's a DS game. Was this oh, a thing on. that had an uh, like a trailer that showed a cup rolling under a thing, like under a, a bear? <laughs> I don't remember the trailer, but sure, probably. <laughs> so I never played the game, but I remember seeing a trailer. It was like you have to like possess this cup and then roll through this barrier to get to this room. So well, you I'm... can do that. You can do that in Prey as well, because as you fight the aliens, you take some of their DNA and you learn to change shape and you can turn into a coffee cup and get through small spaces and things like that, so... Oh, maybe it was that game then. <clears throat> maybe. Hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's really cool. It's it's very cool because the idea of the game is that your character has been morally dubious in the past and then he lost all his memories and now you're, like, reliving the fallout of him having had made all these bad decisions, but in the course of playing the game, you have to make basically all the same bad decisions again. Hmm. So, it's cool. It's really, uh, it's sort of like a, the 
ultimate proof of a the ends justify the means question mark debate. Mm-hmm. So, I like it. I've been playing the exact opposite. Uh, I dipped into an early access game I got on Humble Bundle called Slime Rancher. Uh, that <laughs> oh, combines yes. all of your favorite like casual clicker games with uh, combat-free Skyrim-style exploration. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's ju- it, I played it for about an hour, and it was just very pleasant. You collect the slimes, you put them into corrals, you get money for their for selling their poop. Uh, and don't worry, it doesn't look like poop. It's just little crystals that come out whenever you uh, feed them. Man, I wish that that was what poop happened. How, how, how that happened to me. Yeah, and then you could just throw it into a hole and get money. That would rule. I mean, even if it didn't produce money, just anything that's not poop in my house would be good. <laughs> okay, here's the question. You have to poop one element from the periodic table. Which one do you choose? Platinum? All all other people also poop that element. So if you pick gold, it's not going to be worth anything. Uh, I said platinum, so I win. I found the answer. (laughs) Wait, why is platinum? Okay, you guys are instantly going to the value of it, and I'm trying to think about what's going to be the least uncomfortable for my body. Uranium? Then we'll all be dead soon. Copper wire. What? You said an element, not a construction of it. Like, I can't choose... I don't already poop in the shape of cougarans, so I can't choose that. Um, I'm I'm imagining any metal poops would be very uncomfortable to pass. Yeah. Probably have to go with one of those uh, stable gases. I don't know, because most of them are pretty poisonous. (laughs) What about, like, neon? Neon is is pretty poisonous, though. What about hmm. helium? You'd have real high-pitched farts. Oh, yeah, that would be <laughs> That's fun. That's not plus, how anything works. Plus, plus we, we have a Are limited sure? amount of helium and we're running out. That would be great. Yeah. How would that help? We'd be making more by pooping. And, how would you, and then what? It would just go, do the same thing that helium is doing now and escape into the atmosphere. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah, we could figure out how to capture it if seven and a half billion people are only pooping helium. It would definitely kill everyone on Earth. <laughs> yes, that's true. That it would be very. So I mean, honestly, probably the best answer is nitrogen, and that's most of what we already poop. <laughs> Wait, why would that be better than oxygen? Because I'm trying to think of something that seven billion people pooping wouldn't kill everyone on Earth, and <laughs> oxygen absolutely would. I don't know. I feel like nitrogen, uh, while it's fine when 75% of the atmosphere is nitrogen, I think it would be less fine if more of the atmosphere was nitrogen than that. Yeah, but if you poop nitrogen, that's fixed to other uh, elements, like what we do now, which is what we do when we poop. Uh, It's good. Thanks, Dr. Science. It's good for the Earth. (laughs) Nice job, Professor Dump. That's why that's why um, poop is good fertilizer because of the nitrogen. Mm, I I vote Krypton because that's where Superman's from. Yeah, but you would be dead so fast. Uh, so what's the downside? <laughs> you can oh, protect man. yourself from Superman's dying. <laughs> thing we're always worried about. It's not kryptonite. Then I'd have to mix it with carbon or something to yeah, get a kryptonite fine. molecule. Yeah, Di- dying of your own poop is the worst possible obituary I can think of. <laughs> is that really how Elvis died, or do we just think that? I don't know that anyone cares. It's gotta just be like a king died on his throne joke, right? 
Who knows? Who cares? Yes. <laughs> no well, one. No. It turns out surprisingly that no one ever liked Elvis. <laughs> oh it was man! All just an really elaborate hope, prank. I really hope we don't have any of those Elvis weirdos in our fandom, but we definitely do. I, I feel mean, like they're dying out. I feel like there were a lot more of those weirdos in, when I was a kid. Mm. I think I think Elvis is actually one of those guys that his music was only good if you didn't know that there was other music around. If you didn't know black like, people existed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, every time I hear an Elvis song now, I'm like, this is okay, but there are a billion better songs from the same time period that I could be listening to instead. Yeah, I Yeah, You could just listen to Chuck Berry. It's the same genre of music, but he's way better at it. Yes, 100% agreed. <laughs> I don't really get the whole Elvis thing. I mean, he's fine. To be fair, I feel that way about a lot of Beatles songs, too. Now, Mm. yes, that's also true. Not 90%. Like, 60% of Beatles music is bad and pointless. (laughs) I think that they were very capable musicians who didn't try 100% of the time. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's all listenable, but you can't listen too hard to a lot of it. Yeah. It's like, whenever somebody sits down and listens to an album by the Beatles, I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, listen to singles, because their albums are all bad. (laughs) Uh, they did concept albums, didn't they? Like ones that had a, all one theme, or did they not? Sort do of. Yes, but their uh, themes I guess Sergeant were picked, Pepper was kind Sergeant of Pepper. Yeah, their themes were all picked while very high, so yeah. they don't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, all right, Jeff, what did you do on the internet this week? I played Slime Rancher. We talked about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I oh. I got into some other Steam games. I played about an hour of um, don't remember. Oh, it was another oh Planetary Annihilation, a game I kickstarted. Uh, so I'm pulling in multiple websites now, uh, and it came out in 2014, and this is the first time I played it. <laughs> uh, and also pretty good. I'm very impressed by the technology of being able to like be on a planet with all your RTS units and just like scrolling the mouse wheel out and instantly being at a whole solar system. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of. I feel like that was always the dream with the like, four X strategy games like Civilization and stuff like that. Like, I remember the first time I played Civilization, being like, "Oh man, this is so cool! I'm advancing this technology. Like, I've gone from uh, horses to wagons to trains to cars to spaceships, and like now that I got spaceships, I can like really see some cool future technology." Nope, game over. Yeah. Yeah, this game very quickly lets you go from like, uh, I built a robot that can build other buildings to I built an orbital launcher that can make space lasers that will kill my enemies. Now, are the graphics very bad? Because they look very bad. Uh, it's sort of like flat and cartoony, so to you, I guess, very bad. Um, but I think it looks fine because it's an RTS and you're not getting very close to the characters anyway. Yeah, I just, honestly, I don't even necessarily, I mean, I don't love cartoony graphics, but at least if somebody put some effort into it, it's okay. And the main reason that I've put off getting into the Planetary Annihilation, which I also have and have not played, um, <laughs> is because it just looks like they the, the graphics were the last thing, and they were like, oh yeah, let, let's do cartoony graphics, uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's by the t- people who did uh, Monday Night Combat, which is also a very sort of flat style, uh, yeah. except 
all of the characters in this game are robots, so there is no expressiveness to any of what's happening at all. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's good. I guess that's fine. Maybe I'll play I, it. I think it makes it a, a little less interesting to look at, but at the same time I don't mind because strategy games are probably my favorite game to play. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the only thing that keeps me coming back to Civilization games is the fact that they are so beautiful. And, mm. like, it's cool to see how well everything is rendered. And so when I play a game that's a strategy game that's not as beautiful, I'm like, this is depressing to me. I just want to have a gray colorless army. Louisa, what did you do online? <laughs> I finally went to the eye doctor this week to get a new glasses prescription, so I ordered some glasses to try on from Warby Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, have you done that? I know Jeff doesn't wear corrective lenses. No, I just go to Target because wow. they take my eye insurance. Say it with a little more venom in your <laughs> voice, why don't you? Yeah, Jeff is a fake gamer girl. Yeah. He's not a real nerd. My right eye is very bad, but my left eye is better than usual, so it evens out to twenty twenty. That's why we that's why contact. we refer to, that's why we refer to Jeff as Jeff Left Eye Lopez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanna start wearing a monocle. Can I be that kind of person? Sure. I hope not. <laughs> Uh, I mean, are we talking... Uh, okay, if you're aiming for Monopoly guy, probably not. Uncle Pennybags, probably not. But if you're aiming for Mr. Peanut, I think he got a real chance. <laughs> there is no difference between those except one of them is a peanut. <laughs> yes, exactly. I guess, Jeff, what I'm saying is that you're a peanut. <laughs> Aw, that would be like a nice cute pet name to call someone. Yeah, you're my Aww. little peanut, Jeff. <laughs> okay, now I don't like it again. <laughs> I pushed it too far. Hold on, they are not exactly the same. One wears a full, like, white tie and tail suit, and one is naked, except for gloves and spats. Okay, wait, right? now, which which is which? <laughs> Search well, your I haven't, not, I haven't played Monopoly rich. in a while, but I remember liking it a lot, and that would explain why. <laughs> that's what you're into. Yeah, I'm into old cartoon men's dicks on board games. Gross. <laughs> Oh, that's a very niche genre. You don't have a whole lot of uh, stuff yeah, it's really to look just, at there. It's really just Monopoly and Candyland. <laughs> no one asked the question. Uh, it's Lord. Uh, Wait, does Candyland have a an old man? Which one is L- it? Lord Licorice is guy? like that's right. Lord What's Licorice has do? like elaborate facial hair, which I associate with old men. I. I'm just glad you weren't talking about Johnny Molasses or whatever that guy's name is. What, the, like, sludge monster guy? (laughs) Yeah, he's so horrible to look at. I kind of like him. I like when there's something so great about when something is inherently gross, but people try to draw it cute anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I really love that, when it's like, look at this virus, but he's got a cute face on him. There's a whole series of dolls that are all uh, illnesses with little faces on them. Yep, I got people those for Christmas stocking stuffers a few years back in our family. They're the perfect gift for dorks. (laughs) Yep, exactly. I actually wrote that on the (laughs) gifts. That's how you found it in your Amazon search. (laughs) What's the perfect gift for dorks? (laughs) That's how I assert dominance at Christmas. (laughs) Here's your gift. It's perfect for dorks like you, dork. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas. I, lo- I love you very much. <laughs> so anyway, I got these Warby Parker glasses, but they haven't arrived yet. But uh, you get to choose five pairs. And the trouble is you really look at glasses and you're like, all right, I like this one. And I think I like this one. And then you're like, I have to choose five. So some of the ones I got are pretty crazy. Are some of them the like uh, far side cat eye glasses like those ladies <laughs> wear on far in the far side? They didn't have anything really out there in that way, but they had some colorful ones. So yeah, so that's colorful. one of the reasons I never used Warby Parker because I felt like most of their glasses. Like I understand why this is part of their business model; they kind of need to do this. But most of their glasses were just sort of like safe, neutral yeah. choices, and I like something that's a little bit a little bit out there. Yeah, well, what if it was, like, bright red? Because that's a little bit out there. Yeah, but bright red doesn't go with my face at all. My face. <laughs> where it's going to be. Okay. The glasses go there. Yeah. My face. If you're for your Sally Jesse Raphael cosplay. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, you really can't... I feel like you can't get too experimental with glasses. Yeah. Colors, because, like... You gotta ha- wear them with outfits, unless you have multiple pairs for different outfits. Yeah, yeah that's just another keep all thing. Five. All the posters at the eye doctor, and then Warby Parker, and anywhere you look at glasses, they're like, "Hey, you don't just have one pair of shoes; you need a whole wardrobe of glasses." And you read that, and you're like, mm, "I probably do need a whole wardrobe of glasses." And then you think about <laughs> it for a second, and you're like, "Wait, that's crazy." <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, about you don't getting... have only one fake leg, so... <laughs> I'm thinking right. about getting two pairs of glasses for the first time in my entire life. <laughs> like, I don't need a whole wardrobe. Mm, yeah, you do, <laughs> though, according to that poster, because mm-hmm. we've, cap- we've capitalized medicine for some reason. <laughs> oh, I, I saw a great say... poster with, I think, Kevin Durant on it for Nike Eyewear. Kevin oh, Durant cool. was a basketball player? Football player? Basketball player. Basketball. Right? Yes, so, basketball. What you see in this poster is a man standing behind like a business desk, and there's a board behind him with all these things tacked up onto it. And this man's wearing a suit, and he's got a badger on his neck, so he's a detective, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing this is Kevin Durant, because the only thing on his desk that has anything written on that you can see says Durant. And he's holding up a evidence bag that has a Nike shoe in it, and he's wearing glasses. And on the board behind him, there's a thing for, like, Detective of the Year, and it's a picture of Kevin Durant. But then there's another thing, Wanted for Fashion Crime or something, and it's also Kevin Durant. And I guess I don't understand the point of this ad campaign. But my god, I would watch a movie about this. <laughs> that sounds like the greatest movie, if the greatest detective is also the, big, the most wanted criminal in the world. Yeah. Well, you that probably don't have a picture next to your human head that is exactly your own face saying wanted. Also, you probably don't have a desk in a police station if you're wanted by the police. Because they're like, just go stand by his desk till he comes in. Matt, you're describing Death Note. Uh, am I? No, I'm not. The second half of Death Note is... I the... would like to... Oh, guys, the, the confetti just shot out of my monitor, though, because it's the 30th time Jeff has... Uh, it, clumsily shoehorn death note into our podcast you're like i want to see that original concept no that exists uh, he's not a detective he's a teenager (laughs) that's fair but it's anime so teenagers can be anything but he's not a detective he just works with the police and a a much better cultural reference would be dexter (laughs) yeah i guess so but he's not a detective either he's a blood looker 
Yes, but that's better than being a hanger-on. <laughs> At least he works <laughs> for the police. Anyway. Yes, anyway. Sherlock uh, Holmes, he's just a consultant. That's true. Ooh, or Professor burn. Layton. Yeah. I need to play a Professor Layton game, don't I? Yes. Probably. <clears throat> Do you think they're going to have a Professor Layton game on the Switch that's going to be great? They better, because that's half the reason I bought that Switch. Have they announced yeah, I... one yet? It seems like they've announced one. They, I don't think they've officially announced one, but they've done that Nintendo thing where they're like, you know, maybe somebody's working on a Layton game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, Fuck cool. off, Nintendo. You're the worst. I'm still so furious that there is still no announcement of when virtual console is happening on the on the uh, yeah that's sheer madness they already discontinued the other things so that they wouldn't have any competition just put all of them on there like you have all of the roms yes like you already have the emulate just upload it Sales is dropping off now for the Switch console because there's no games for it, and, like, you could fix that problem just by, hey, Shigeru Miyamoto, that Switch on your desk that says good or bad that's currently switched to bad, just flip it to good. (laughs) That's all you need to do. Like, the Virtual Console on Wii is so expansive and great. It, like... They have Neo Geo and Turbo Graphics games on there, and ever since then, they're like, "Nah, we're gonna release five NES games and then stop." It costs you nothing. Just yeah. like they literally for Super Mario Brothers downloaded a Super Mario Brothers ROM from the internet. Yeah, like you've someone talked, you've talked about this on this podcast before <laughs> because it makes me mad all yes, the time. It is angry making for sure. <laughs> Just. Okay, Just let give us take, the games. We're starting to circle the drain in terms of talking about the same things over and over again, so let's go on to our random subreddits. All right. <clears throat> okay, so we've got, uh, I got r slash all, A-W-W-W, uh, which is cute things, pictures of cute things. R slash a world wide web. <laughs> um, I uh, got r slash tattoos, which is pictures of people's tattoos. And I am pretty sure we've spun this one before. I got r slash Batman Arkham, which is about the uh, Batman Arkham video games. I don't think we've gotten this specific one, but we've definitely gotten like three or four Batman ones before. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe we got uh, Arkham Knight or Arkham City subreddits. Yeah, that's... Yes, that does sound about right. Um, Yeah, this is... There's too much Batman on Reddit, you guys. <laughs> There's too much Batman on seeing Reddit, you guys. <laughs> yeah, so we're definitely not doing Batman Arkham for <laughs> this week. Uh, I vote for everything tattoo. Oh, I vote for all because I like the cute animals. I think I vote for tattoo because it's more different from past episodes. Then yeah, that's fair. We've, be. we've done a few cute animal ones, and we will do more because half of Reddit is cute animals, and the other half is Batman. Yeah. Oh man, I hope that there's a tattoo of Batman. So <laughs> there's a fine. tattoo of a bat that's the fourth uh, on hot. Oh, it's, I think it's a tattoo that's on a man. No, it's definitely on a woman. Never mind. <laughs> I think I've seen the worst tattoo in history already. It's the top one on Hot, and it's Super Mario dressed as Hunter S. Thompson <laughs> with a suitcase full of Mario items implied to be drugs. I was looking at that. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I, 
I'm going to let Louisa read the sidebar, but I have feelings about this. Go on, Louisa. (laughs) So, there's not really anything at the top. It's a very small header. It's just plain light blue. All the way at the side is someone's kind of chicken scratchy drawing of, I think, a person's arm, and they are getting the Reddit alien tattooed onto that arm. So, there's that. Uh, (laughs) Should we all get this tattoo since we do a podcast about Reddit? I would rather cut the body part off where the tattoo would go. (laughs) Well, you could afterwards. (laughs) Have it both ways. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so apparently people on this subreddit are called tattoos, because there's 500,000 tattoos on this board and 246 right now. Synecdoche? Is that what that is? Synecdoche? Yeah, that's that's the literary device. Uh, we're, like, referring to a hipster douchebag as a haircut. Yeah, referring, referring to these to people as tattoos. by a part of itself. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it says, This subreddit is intended for posting your own personal tattoos, but also includes news, articles, tattoo flash, tattoo paintings, help suggestion threads, and a wealth of resources. Below are some links, guidelines, da-da-da, artists and apprentices if you want to. That's not important. That's about it. So I guess uh, I didn't realize it was meant to be your own personal tattoos, but apparently. Why is it that the more niche a subreddit is, the longer the sidebar gets? Yeah. Like, you do not need this many rules for tattoo i don't think there's a lot of them well people probably prob- just find pictures somewhere else and they're like hey look at this dumb yeah. guys hunter s thompson mario tattoo <laughs> yeah those probably are slash tattoo cringe or tattoo fail or whatever yeah yeah those would be more fun so this mario <laughs> uh like this is for no one like no one could possibly like this tattoo uh, right? it was Christmas submitted e- <laughs> yeah it what? was some. Oh. Go ahead. What did Louisa say? I have no idea. I said a person who's high. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but you've got to be not only like the problem is that Mario is a cartoon for children, and I understand that adults can <laughs> like him, but like it's for children. So why? I don't this? think you understand how much people love the idea of combining something for kids, but then something for adults. Can you even believe it? It's so oh, you mean like when Jeff looks at pictures of sexy Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. His that is, not, thing a, to do that is not a hobby of mine. That's very <laughs> weird that you would do that. It's a hobby of yours when I uh, spam your Twitter <laughs> with pictures of sexy Pokemon. To oh, please you. don't. Please don't do that. I will just retweet all of them and tag Louisa so she has to look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to you once and I still think it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, this... Hunter S. Thompson was posted a day ago and is the second highest upvoted of all time. Yeah, that's weird, right? <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Like, if you are... Okay, I don't know why this is where my mind goes, but I I think this happened to me when I was doing online dating many years ago, and so this is the way that I think about it now, is that when you are online dating and you have a tattoo, for some reason everyone with a tattoo mentions their tattoo in their online dating profile. I didn't mention mine, so I guess this isn't true, but all the women <laughs> do, apparently. And then, like, they show the tattoo to you on that first date, uh, and then you have to be like, am I comfortable dating a person that has this tattoo? And usually the answer is no. 
My question is... Because it's usually a swastika. (laughs) (laughs) My question is, for this Hunter S. Thompson Mario, like... No. Do you have to disclose legally? You should have to, yeah. but also, like, there's no way you would want anyone would want to date somebody who would be okay with you having this tattoo. You could just put mm. in your profile, I don't have a sense of humor, and that would convey the same message. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, counterpoint, a lot of people really, really want to date their drug dealers. <laughs> Do they? Why? Free That's drugs. Not- <laughs> That's not how anything works. Like, you can't be like, oh, I really want to date my insurance agent so that I can get cheaper insurance. Like, well, you yeah, but you're, you're getting that. high on the drugs, and then you're like, hmm, I feel, have good feelings about this drug dealer. <laughs> right? There's no rules about drugs, because it's illegal to sell them anyway. Yeah, thank that... God the Department of Justice has realized there's no rules about drugs. <laughs> that was the first and very failed slogan for Outback Steakhouse as well. <laughs> no rules about drugs. Oh, wait, there are? We're sorry, we we'll be closing our restaurants and reopening in six months. Yep. <laughs> we have to get all of the all of the crystallized uh, methamphetamine out of our steaks. I will say I associate drugs with Australia more than I associate steaks with Australia. So <laughs> I think the thing I most associate with Australia now is big deep fried onions. <laughs> do they even have onions in Australia? I don't think they do. Probably not. I think they mostly have dirt and cans of Fosters. The thing is, if you're going to make an Australian-themed restaurant, why don't you make it centered around lamb? That's the thing they eat there, right? That's like the main thing. Kookaburra or whatever. Yeah, I need a a deep-fried kookaburra. Yeah, but those things are That's a bird, right? (laughs) Yes, it's a bird. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't sure if maybe it was like a little rodent with a pouch like they have there. (laughs) Like a wombat. I know that both of you are vehemently anti-tattoo. Well, uh, I just don't... Well. I can't ever see myself getting one. I don't hate them on other people. Uh, I mean, I when I said I was going to get mine, you hated it. You hated that I was getting I one. I did, because I told you, and I've, I know this is terrible, but when I uh, when it's someone I know and care about, all I can think about is their body in their coffin <laughs> decomposing yeah. with a tattoo on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Just no. don't have Matt's body be face down in his coffin. It's on his back, right? <laughs> With a little hole cut in his suit to show it off. <laughs> actually, that's pretty fresh. Um, no, but here's the thing. Your body's going to be in a coffin decomposing either way. The bad part of that equation isn't the tattoo. I know. It's the yeah, you can't be buried body. in a Jewish cemetery now, though, Matt. Yeah. yeah, well, there's a lot of reasons I can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Mostly to do with my eating yarmulkes. <laughs> And you did specify, yeah, they're not kosher. <laughs> you did specify that you'd be buried with a side of pork as well, so yes, they're not going to like that either. Well, it's going to keep you from decomposing because of the salt. It's like a silica packet. <laughs> I do yeah. like the idea of that a ham in your coffin is the equivalent of a silica packet in a bag of beef jerky. It absorbs all your juices. It might. You have to put a label on it to not eat it, too. <laughs> I feel like that's like a protection against the undead. If you were going to be buried in a cemetery where all the bodies were going to come back as evil Draculas, and it was a Jewish cemetery, maybe if your body had a ham with it, they wouldn't be able to get you. Why? 
Wait, does that this doesn't make, make any sense. Uh, so hold on. It, Matt's body is buried in the cemetery, the next one over from the Jewish vampire cemetery. Is this is <laughs> pretty much nice. yeah. what's happening? Guys, I think that Louisa just created a new form of anti-Semitism. <laughs> no, uh, that is not my I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how, but you discovered the <laughs> mythical sixth type of anti-Semitism. I think she just sort of. Uh, rediscovered the origin of vampires, which was probably anti-Semitic, right? Probably. I think. But I'm most saying, the, like, if most movie monsters started out as racially, <laughs> if your coffin had a cross on it and it was your standard cookie cutter Christian style vampires who can't look at crosses, then uh, maybe a ham would do it for a Jewish vampire. But a ham isn't a religious symbol. They could just like not bother with the ham. They just have to not eat it. Right? I, I guess mean, so. Are you, so are you trying to saying. imply that, that <laughs> vampires are incontrollably attracted to eating hams as well? well? Aren't we all? <laughs> well, yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I get it. No, what I'm I... saying is, I guess, that you would have to be buried with a gun that shoots bullets that are just cubes of ham. And then you what if you just the vampires with that? What if I'm you pretty just... sure that was a racist superhero that Frank Miller made uh, in the past ten years. Ham gun. <laughs> uh, he's uh, Batman, but his costume is made out of ham, and he uh, punches Muslim people. It's extremely offensive. Oh no! <laughs> it also doesn't make sense. How would you make an outfit out of ham? I think it it's like pigskin. He's football material. Mm, I guess. Okay. They pink. Okay, pigskin isn't really good for making leather out of, though, right? It's tough. It's not, like, supple. Yeah. Okay. So it's good for making, like, a football out of, for that reason. But, but it would be mm. very bad for making, like, a superhero costume out of, because you'd need to move around. Mm, but it's got those uniform bumps all over it, so it's perfect for footballs to grip. <laughs> yep. Yes. It also <laughs> makes it very much easier for villains to grab onto you and kill you. <laughs> And throw you in a perfect spiral. Yep. That'd be fun. Uh, okay, what are we talking, what's happening right now? Uh, we were talking about tattoos yeah. and why Louisa hates them. Yes. Oh, then I don't hate them. But then, why does Jeff hate them? Uh, I still sometimes have to convince myself not to uh, be a douchebag about people's tattoos. Um, because every time I look at it, I'm like, Oh, you could have bought something useful with all that money you spent. Yeah, uh, but, but then I have to remember sometimes people have a lot of books. money. I mean, like, yeah, that's true. Everyone wastes their money on something. Yeah, that's you, fair. You're gonna waste your money on something. You might as well have it be something that you don't have to fit, find storage for, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> and that you can't look at or enjoy for the most part. Well, I just see a lot of these tattoos and I'm like, this would be a cool t shirt. But then I'm like, oh no, it's on this person's body about how much they love this one video game or whatever. No. Yeah, I'm looking at a tattoo that has it's like the classic style with the banners that have words on them and it says breakfast or die mm -hmm. and it's a skull and crossbone made of bacon and eggs on toast that would be a cute t-shirt but a tattoo yeah, that's on your i body. can't imagine enjoying breakfast that much that i would want that on my body forever that's on your human body that might have to go through a graduation or a wedding or having a child and it's there it's Fully there the whole time you might have to go through a fully nude wedding for some reason. <laughs> that is I like the that you only guys are way that it's legal. I like that you're describing it as going through like it's a trauma because it absolutely would be. Yes, you're right. Um, well, as the one person on this podcast who has a tattoo, uh, I will say that 
I think that I, I understand where you guys are coming from, and obviously people have very many different and bad reasons to get tattoos, but for me at least, getting my tattoo was more about an idea of, like, this is my body, and I can do what I want with it. Yeah. Like, uh, when you look at somebody else's tattoo and you're like, you like you shouldn't have that on your body forever, sometimes you're right, but... <laughs> like with this Hunter S. Thompson one. Yeah. Right, and like, you, yes, you're right about the breakfast or die one as well, but he, <laughs> it's his body and he's allowed to do whatever he wants with yeah. it, so like... That's fine, and I would never no, no, say anything no, 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 to his no, face. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not saying that... I, what I'm saying is, for some people, it's important to, like... Ruin their body to prove that they can. (laughs) To reassure themselves that the definition of ruining your body isn't something that is defined by other people. Mm -hmm. It's defined by yourself. So if you don't think you've ruined your body, then you haven't. And if you start letting other people decide whether your body is worthwhile or not, then that's when bad things start to happen, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. But, uh, like, I, I just personally have a lot more respect for tattoos that are uh, a thing from nature or like a concept or something related to mythology or like resonant stories rather than like what's the latest pop culture thing and I'll just get that put on my yeah, body some, something, something meaningful instead of just like a jokey bacon joke yeah yeah but at the same time like you know he's gonna die and then it's gonna be over Hopefully. <laughs> That's true for all of well, us. Well, if he ever if he ever misses breakfast, he's definitely gonna die. He's made the contract. Yeah, he's put this curse on his body forever. Yep. So I'm looking at one now that is in the top uh pictures and it's called Little Red by Full Color Back Piece. Yeah, this one is crazy. I think it's uh, awesome. I really like it. It's a picture of uh a woman. I guess Little Red Riding Hood, she's wearing a red hooded uh, outfit and she's carrying like a hurricane lantern Um, and behind her is a giant wolf with glasses from Warby Parker probably (laughs) Um, and there's cherries all around her for some reason and also an axe cutting through an apple Um, but it's done the better to season you with (laughs) it's done very photorealistically which is cool uh, oh, Louisa, can you not see this because it's got a butt on it? No, I can't. It's not in my list. Oh, it's a full back piece that goes all the way onto this person's butt, so there is a butt crack in this picture. Is it yeah, worked it's from into like, the tattoo? Is that important? Is the axe, like, blanked slicing out into their butt? There's, <laughs> there's a teeny tiny black bar over just their butt crack, which is kind of, like, endearing. <laughs> well, apparently I mean, it's not the tattoo enough. is covering the rest of the what? butt, so... Why is there an apple in this? That is not a part of the Little Red Riding Hood story. Didn't she bring a basket of apples? I don't think so. I mean, I think she just brought a basket of food. I don't... I, I've never heard it be apples specifically. Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this must have taken a long time and hurt a lot. Yeah. The fact that the apple that is being cut by the axe is reflected in the blade of the axe, like... That's so good. The detail is so good on that. It's crazy. Also, this is going to look like garbage in like three weeks because that's how tattoos work. (laughs) Yeah, the trouble is sometimes you see a great tattoo and you're like, this is great because the tattoo artist is very talented and 
they or whoever made the picture also very talented and then you're like yeah but it would be better as almost anything but a tattoo the problem is that tattoos fade so much and Mm. then you need to get them touched up and like if you don't pick your tattoo with the pre-planning of like this is going to be a little bit fuzzy in a few years uh then you're just sort of setting yourself up for having a weird messy blur on your body yeah also it hurts a lot that's why (laughs) whenever someone's like no i'm afraid to get a tattoo because it's gonna hurt i'm like oh so cancel you don't have to yeah (laughs) it doesn't hurt a lot it's fine Mm, yeah that's what people say and then other people will usually be like if someone tells you tattoos don't hurt they're lying i mean like i don't know it doesn't hurt any more than any other like medical thing i've had happen to my body oh i hate those too when medical (laughs) things happen to my body that's the worst yeah but i guess this is this is the point i was trying to make earlier is that when medical things happen to your body in a certain way it's like you giving up agency of your body you're like well i hate that but you are a doctor so you know best i guess so do it to me like shove that metal into my body it's gonna be bad um Mm. but with this one it's like i choose to have you shove metal into my body please (laughs) i don't even don't i don't even donate blood because uh needles are bad at me and i project that hatred onto everyone else oh jeff (laughs) well i'm not allowed to give blood so how's that yes i also am not allowed to give blood which is a shame because i've tried a few times but now i'm on a blacklist so (laughs) because of eating all (laughs) louisa why are you not allowed to give blood Uh, a couple reasons one being in the uk for cumulatively more than a month in the 80s, which is very, like, strange, because that's a whole decade, and yes, I was there for more than a month in that whole decade. (laughs) And also, Uh. the one time I tried uh, before that was, like, an issue that came up was uh, uh, they said I had an arrhythmic heartbeat, which is pretty Hmm. shitty for some blood text to say to you. And then I went to the doctor, and they're like, no, it's like, it's its own rhythm that's not a normal rhythm, but it's not arrhythmic. Your heart yeah. go plays to the beat of its own drum. Exactly. So... They did say, but Louisa, they did say that the rhythm was going to get you. Yeah, well, it gets, it gets all of us in the end. Does yeah, it not? that's true. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So, guys, on the second top page, there is a post that's called Mr. Sparkle and Mr. Freeze. And it's a guy with tattoos on both of his calves. One is Mr. Sparkle from The Simpsons, and one is Mr. Freeze from the Batman animated series. And I love how terrible it is. Yeah, This guy has ruined the lower half of his body, (laughs) and it's great. Both legs are bad now. It's great because they don't go together at all yeah. and like they're always going to <laughs> like, they're always gonna be next to each other oh, and boy. they're both immaculate like perfect pieces of art they were just put in the wrong place which was this person's body <laughs> they should have been put on paper it's like posters that you would put in your college dorm room and you'd hang them up next to each other and be like oh no those look bad next to each other and then you'd move <laughs> them except you can't move them unless you cut your leg off <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
You know, I remember uh, training a new person at work. This was years ago. And they weren't someone who was going to work with me. They were going to work at a different location, but I was training them. And uh, it, it was this guy. He seemed normal and kind of quiet. And we weren't talking very much, but we were, like, going through work. And about halfway through the day, he rolled up his sleeves, because it was kind of hot. And um, he had a full forearm tattoo on both arms. One was the Batman animated series Joker. I'm thinking of that because uh, one of the this leg guy's leg tattoos is the Joker on a card. And the other one was Harley Quinn from Batman Ew. the Animated Series. And I was like, oh, oh hey. I know Batman. everything I want to know about this guy now, which yes. is, I'm glad I'm not working with him. That man, that man 100% beats his girlfriend, unfortunately. <laughs> That's oh, definitely God. a thing. He was very silly, I... so uh, hopefully not. So he probably doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> no, I mean, he probably doesn't have the physical strength to overpower another person. They're bad guys. Harley Quinn and Joker are bad guys, everyone. Yeah. Like, come on. What's crazy to me is that I run in pretty geeky circles, what with my LARPing and whatnot, and I know at least four women who are, like, super into the character of Harley Quinn and, like, obsessive about it, and, like, the whole point of her character is that she is, like, an abused person. <laughs> that is her thing. Why would you want that to be... Why would you be interested in that? That sounds well, the, awful. Yeah, the, obs- the trouble the with obsession. comic books is all the characters have, like, 50 origin stories if you go to different places where people have changed how it goes. So, yeah, but also some iterations, no. I think all iterations of her start with yeah, her being she's abused always... into insanity by the Joker. Well, sometimes she's it's... just, like, quick-changed, right? No. I thought I read something uh, No, that. yeah, her, her new 52 origin, she got pushed into a vat of uh, Joker venom or whatever that made the Joker all pale. I mean, not that it's okay, but it sets it up in a, yeah. a different way, a bit. It's they they've been recently trying to rehabilitate the character uh, in a lot of ways, um, but it's just like it's like a post justification because like people liked her before too yeah. when she was a completely submissive character to this evil monster man. Yeah, uh, but with <laughs> female characters in fiction, a lot of times you have to just accept this base level of awfulness because you're not going to get yeah. better. And then her character, as she is active, apart from her backstory, as an active character, she gets to say smart-ass things. She gets to do uh, physical activity and be have her own agency. Like I can see the appeal of that. Yeah, I never liked. Her why myself. isn't one? Why isn't Wonder Woman more popular? All she does is walk around being like, uh, you don't need men to do this for you. You can actually just punch them in the face until they fly into the sun. And that's been her, like, whole 70-year history. Talk about troubling origins, though. I mean, wasn't she invented as, like, by a guy who was an anti-feminist as a way to be like, women are bad? No, the opposite. He was super into feminism. Um, him and his wife also had a girlfriend, and he made the character to be, like, expressive of their um, open uh, sexuality and their, like, it's okay for women to be dominant attitude that they had, which is a little creepy because, uh, <laughs> of course, it has to come back to a sex thing. Yeah, well, she does and have that she... golden lasso. <laughs> yeah, and those, like, metal bracers. Yeah, she's wearing bondage gear all the time, so it's a little creepy, but it's, uh... Can someone uh... explain 
explain to me those bracers while we're on the subject. I was trying to think of this last night. Is it possible that the guy who created uh, the character did not know what a girdle was and thought that that's what a girdle was because the girdle of Hippolyta? Possibly, yeah. I've thought that too. Because that's the only thing that makes sense with that character. Yeah. All the rest of her stuff are sort of mythological references, but like... Well, if you think about it practically in a comic book, to show someone not getting killed because they have essentially a bulletproof vest is boring action-wise, but to show them having to move their arms to block bullets is more exciting. Sure. I Yes, I get that, but like, at least, at least on some level be like, oh yeah, these are the bracers of Achilles. Or something. Yeah. Like, just give me something yeah. to, to understand why she's wearing these dumb bracelets. <laughs> yeah, it is, because uh, she's also Diana, Queen of the Hunt, and that's not really... There's nothing there about that in there, it's just the name. There's a lot of Wonder Woman that doesn't... Yeah, uh, and also there's already a goddess, Diana, who is the Queen yeah, of the Hunt. Yeah, that's who Wonder Woman is. No, she's She's the goddess not. of the hunt. Yeah, for she's sure. She's not the goddess. She's the daughter of Ares. What? No, she isn't. Yes, she is. She's the daughter of Hippolyta and Ares. Listen. She was the daughter of Hippolyta and Zeus in the New 52. Uh, okay, but, but before that, she was just a clay statue that was given life or whatever. No, in between those, for many years, she was the daughter of Hippolyta and Ares. There was a whole arc no. about it on the Justice League animated series. Yes, there absolutely was. No, she was built from clay. Remember what we were I'm just sure. talking about, about characters having a million different origin stories? <laughs> So that is right. super true. That is super true for Wonder Woman. She's constantly getting like de-aged and stuff. I liked the idea of her being a daughter of Ares because it made it cool that she was like a military lady. Like that made sense. She became the goddess of war recently too. That was pretty fun. What happened to Ares? Is he dead? He can't. Uh, be dead. Yeah, He's someone was killing all the. Someone was killing all the gods. That's crazy. Oh, is Why that is that crazy? God, God of War is that a is that a joke about God of War? No, that's what was happening in the comic book. Did they rip that off of God of War? Because isn't that exactly what happens in the game, video game God of War? Well, I mean, you kill all the gods in God of War. Yeah, but you're this child of Ares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you become the God of War by killing all of the gods. That's fun. Have you played those I still games? Have to... Uh, I played, like, an hour of the first one ten years ago. Okay. That's not the same thing as playing them. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, tattoos. Man, we sure didn't want to talk about Batman and then did for a long time. (laughs) Uh We, we definitely did, right? (laughs) I tried to get us away from it, but again, you brought us back in with this story about a guy you work with. So what's this? What's that was this a story new... about tattoos. How dare you say that it's my mom? <laughs> oh, that's true. You're right. What is this new tattoo trend where they make it look like uh, watercolors and space? I kind of like that. The space yeah, I don't cool. like so much because the space ones I think look like those airbrush t-shirts you get on the boardwalk. Yes, they absolutely do. You know those. You know those videos of those dudes doing like spray paint paintings that come out super amazingly weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like, they're still ugly, though. Like, it's cool and it's amazing yeah. that you have the talent to do this, but they are still very ugly. Yes. And these are like that. 
Mm. Apparently, they, these watercolor tattoos age very badly. Like, they fade uh, very, very quickly, and they're hard to get retouched because they're all, like, splattery. That's yeah. a shame, because they're the, the ones that I like the most the look of. I just found <laughs> one that's great that a person got a cover-up tattoo. The original tattoo was a sort of stick figure version of Jesus carrying a cross. Uh, and the co- and the cover up is like a sort of a biker interpretation of the, a Metroid from the Metroid video games. I, that's I, that's so, weird. so different. That's so not the same thing. The cover up I saw was a very very bad faded Misfits logo, and then uh, like much cooler like Death Skull elaborate one. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Over top of it, you know. A lot of these are really cool looking, and then every once in a while you come across Mario Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> I, think that, I think that that's the problem with all of this, and the reason why, like, your, you guys' attitudes towards tattoos make sense is because so many people do such a shitty job of, of this, of figuring out what they want on their body forever. Yeah. Um, but it could be great. Like, they can be great, and sometimes they're really good for a person's self-esteem, and, like, I mean, I don't want to get too serious here for a second, but I'm gonna. Um, When I got my tattoo, one of the reasons I got it was because I was sort of in a period of my life where I felt like I was, like, depressed because I didn't have control over anything, and it, it was just a symbol to myself of, like, hey, you choose to be the person you are every day. You can choose to do something different, and it really helped me. I'm not even being facetious yeah i can see that but on the other hand look at the controversial tab because that's where all the bad tattoos are <laughs> oh yeah that's great <laughs> is it bad tattoos that people who posted them think are great because that would make it controversial right yes it is <laughs> uh one of them is the mighty ducks logo with mickey mouse ears on it over a rose <laughs> You know what, though? (laughs) Getting a really terrible tattoo is possibly the ultimate, uh, like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, people say, oh man, this Mighty Ducks one is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even well drawn. Uh, Yeah, that's the worst part is that it's, like, a badly done bad tattoo. Yeah, it's, like, done in, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Sailor Jerry style, but without the... (laughs) aesthetic Gil. understanding that Sailor Jerry had. <laughs> oh my god, these are really bad. But my point is, I guess if you got a really bad tattoo, couldn't you say that at least you have something to look forward to when you die? <laughs> uh, by, that you won't have it anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's the ultimate way of saying you don't fear death. Like, okay, yeah, I might die, but at least I'll be done with this tattoo. <laughs> Oh, man, that's depressing. Well, Uh, I mean, everyone's going to die anyway, so at least it's less depressing than the alternative, I think. I really like that in the top bad ones are someone getting So It Goes on their ribcage under their boob, uh, Gurr from Invader Zim, and Grumpy Cat. I think some of these, also, it's the context that makes it bad. Like, that Gurr tattoo, if that was very small on someone's ankle, I'd be like, eh, you made a little mistake. But it's large, and it's on her shoulder-to-chest region, and that's terrible. Also, it's in charge. Yes. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
There's a there's a tattoo on here that says "Me and my brother inspired by Minions" tattoo. No! And it has like, oh no! <laughs> it, but it's so weird because it's a tattoo on their forearm of uh, Gru from Minions, and he's holding up his arm. Uh. So that the end of his arm is at their wrist, so their hand looks like his hand. That's actually really (laughs) cool, and I wish they didn't waste it on the Minions guy. Here's my point. If you like the Minions, you are not intelligent or old enough to have a tattoo. That should be a fake-out. I think most people who like Minions are parents. Well, that should be a fake-out flash sheet at the tattoo parlor, and if you pick something from that, you're not allowed to get a tattoo. You're banned for life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, oh, sorry. You picked minions. You can't get one. I don't Go think it's leave. even picked if you if you linger on that page at all. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you considered it. I saw you considering it. You're out. <laughs> A lot of these list the artist and where uh, they are, and it's almost like a warning. Like, don't go to this artist. They're going to do a bad job. <laughs> Holy hell! This guy has a full back tattoo of a Japanese dragon with a. Uh, nude Valkyrie riding it, wearing an Indian headdress and a shield with a swastika on it. Oh, like God. what? Oh no! I don't even know what your thing is. Racism. <laughs> like, but there's an Indian headdress and a Japanese dragon. I mean, I guess that that could be racism. Like, I hate these things. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> boy. Some of these actually getting further down the controversial page. I don't understand why they got a lot of upvotes and a lot of downvotes, which is what this is supposed to indicate. Oh no, I saw one that's a guy, I think it's wrists? It might be ankles. It's hard to tell from the picture. But he, it's called My Ode to Reddit Changing My Life and it's the upvote arrow and the downvote arrow, one on each. Oh no! Those are just arrows! (laughs) I will say, I appreciate when somebody at least does something ambiguously symbolic instead of just, like, obviously the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, at least the arrows, at some point when you regret this thing, because you will at some point, you can be like, okay, well, at least they're just arrows. As opposed to getting, like, the word Reddit with a Reddit alien tattooed on your face or whatever. (laughs) You know? Or Jared Leto inspired Joker piece by Junjun Schilling at Ghost Dog Tattoo. Yeah, I mean, that's. It's a bloody smile on his forearm. I mean, Jeff, that's a crazy hyperbolic example that no one would ever get, but yeah, I suppose (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) Uh, I do like this minimalistic geometric mountain range, even though it was incredibly poorly done by the artist. It's a good concept. Like, it's supposed to be straight lines, but they're all wiggly. Why would Reddit change your life? That's bad. <laughs> yeah. If Reddit is changing your life, it's changing it for the worse, and you should get out. <laughs> That's a word Reddit time. has changed our lives. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't be doing this at 11 a.m. on a Saturday, normally. <laughs> Well, I guess that's the end of that episode. So uh, we're at this point we're too depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're all just looking, looking at, at terrible tattoos. <laughs> uh, is this more gruesome than the medical horror one we did? No, it's not. No. What is, is no. what to you is the worst genre of tattoo? Because I think for me, it's the kind where it's claw marks tearing away at the skin to reveal something underneath, like oh, yeah. a Garfield or an American flag. 
I think it's a tattoo that's in a language that you don't speak, especially if it's not a real language like Elvin from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I think it's the tattoos that look exactly like a piece of clip art that's like a romantic sketch or something. I don't know what you'd call it if it was clip art, but that genre. And there's so many of those. Like they just picked it out of the tattoo book? Not even that. They picked it out of a group of clip art that's like... (laughs) I love my Celebrating mom. Celebrating father. Jesus is the light of my life. Like one of those types of things. Ugh. Like somebody gets a tattoo of Clippy from the uh, the Word <laughs> yeah. program. That would actually be awesome. <laughs> I see you're thinking about getting a bad tattoo. Let me help you. <laughs> I'm Googling Clippy tattoo because I want to see this. Oh, no. I bet yeah, there is one. People have it. Yeah. It would be great if you got it next to a feature that you didn't think was very good of your body and then had a red squiggly line <laughs> under that feature. If you were like, oh, I man. see you've forgotten to exercise for 30 years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you were like, I have this weird scar, and then you just got a clippy tattoo next to it and a red squiggly line under it, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see something similar someone's gotten here, uh, which is the HTML code for... Uh, ending the header and starting the body uh, on the back of their neck. That's stupid. Mm, That's too cutesy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I agree, but it does fit the genre. (laughs) I saw, not on this page, but I saw once someone who had uh, two of their toes were fused, like it was just a, you know, abnormality. But they got a tattoo of a little dotted line between the two toes. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah. (laughs) Cute. Oh, I'm seeing that exact same one except over a C-section scar. Mm. Hmm. Oh, this Cute. bad oh. one I like. It's on someone's arm. It's a heart leading to a heartbeat like monitor line, which then turns into a city skyline, which has the twin towers on it. <laughs> and there is only one. Oh no! There's only one comment, and it just says Bush knocked down the towers, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked down the understatement of the century. (laughs) That dude is the best. No response, no one defending it or anything, that's it. (laughs) Where on the internet is my conspiracy theory going to be most welcome? Hmm. Uh, It's not even like the original post is disputing that at all. (laughs) Nothing of that makes uh, sense. Actually, this tattoo doesn't have George Bush on it pushing them over, (laughs) so it's not accurate. What if the next tattoo they got was George Bush in, like, Dr. Scrubs (laughs) next to the heartbeat monitor? And he was, like, injecting (laughs) cyanide into the heart or whatever? (laughs) That's too clever for this level. Fair enough. All right. Well, if you like this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes or Google Play or whatever thing you use. And uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. We appreciate it whenever anyone tells us uh, that they're listening or that they've recommended us to friends. So please keep doing that. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at seeingreddit. Nope. Seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can follow (laughs) us on Twitter at seeingreddit. Uh, And yeah, so... Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, uh, Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK. Uh, I just opened an Etsy shop, etsy.com slash shop slash funtimesonline, um, yeah. where I'm selling Perler bead fridge magnets. Uh, please buy them. Yeah. I'm getting Go buy characters from Jeff's store and don't get them tattooed on your body. <laughs> and Yeah, instead get put them on your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and don't tell anyone who owns the uh, the 
property rights to the characters that Jeff is making in case they Yeah, come on, be cool, okay? Yeah, Yeah, be be chill. (laughs) Don't tell Shigeru Miyamoto that I made a Mario. Please, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, quick, quick shout out to the folks talking about us on Reddit. We, uh, we appreciate it. So, uh, the fake Evan shucks, howdy, James Tyler Mitchell jr. Uh, yeah. Those, Where are they talking about us? I'm just looking at the folks who said at seeing Reddit on oh, I see. Twitter. Uh, so yeah, we appreciate it again. Keep spreading the word. Um, and, uh, oh, did Louisa no, say No, I anything? didn't. I was waiting oh, for sorry. a break, but then I realized you were about to end the show. <laughs> sorry. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. That's all. There we go. Heron with two R's, by the way. Oh, yes. Do people not know? I suppose not. Well, you're saying bird. Yeah, because so the bird the is... Bird would be the one. Yeah. yeah. I guess they don't have any reason to know how we would spell our name. <laughs> That's true. I mean, except for the fact that everyone who listens to this podcast is friends with us. <laughs> true. Is there... I wonder, is there someone who has a, has tw- uh, Heronbird with one R on Twitter? Mm, and I'm going to go find out. And, right now, and then friend that person, and then spam there them is. With sexy Pokemon pictures. <laughs> Someone named Heather Murray, who's friends with a cow. Her name's Heather Murray. This seems strange. Oh man, she's friends with a cow. You should definitely send her a picture of sexy Miltank. <laughs> That's Jeff's favorite. That's uh, Louise is the only person who knows where to find those photos. Though, so. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> That's because it's impossible to make Miltank more sexual than it already is. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> sexual, sure. I agree with that. They created it to be that way, and I hate it. I don't understand Japan, I guess is what I'm saying, you guys. <laughs> Maybe it was an accident. <laughs> well, wh- if you know how Japan is, please let me know on Twitter, because I'm really trying to understand it. In a uh, week, someone's going to be like, hey, here's how Japan is, and you're going to be like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, so please get in touch with us, and uh, until next time, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read those comments. ASMR, don't get a minion. I wish you were a stranger, I could disengage say that we agree and that never change Soften a bit until we all just get along That's disregard Find another friend and a discard As we lose the arguments in a cable car Hanging above as the Barbecue innovations are smoked bologna sausage. Oh god! <laughs> and smoked then fried oh, no. chicken. <laughs> Actually, that sounds okay. Yeah, get that one. Don't get yeah. the bologna. They refer they refer to this bologna sausage as Oklahoma prime rib or Oklahoma tenderloin. <laughs> That's great. That's extremely funny. I really love. Uh, derisive nicknames like yeah. oh it's a fancy thing mm-hmm. like a like a canadian tuxedo <laughs> yes exactly uh, or canadian bacon I'm, that's not one of them i'm genuinely well i mean in that it's the shittiest possible interpretation of bacon. this is round ham thank you yes. 
when whenever British people say streaky bacon, I want to be like, fucking stop it. You can't keep calling your thing bacon because it's garbage food. <laughs> it's just a what brined, is streaky bacon? A brined uh, tenderloin is what English bacon yeah, is. Streaky bacon is what we call bacon because Britain wants to keep their version of bacon as the primary bacon, even though it is salty garbage on a plate. It's thin slices of pork chop that's been brined, essentially. It sort of, oh, yeah. It sort of tastes. It sort of tastes like if you like put a leather purse into <laughs> salt for several days and then sliced it thin and then like cooked it, but didn't wait to dry it out enough, so it's still kind of wet and gross. Mm, I like it. Wait, hold on. That sounds great. I like all the bacon's. 